You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The next game, all you. Because if you can figure out Wisconsin LSU, (laughs) I give you a cookie. You give me the distinct honor of breaking this mess down? Oh, yeah. You need to break this one down. Well, there's a lot to process. So Wisconsin, they hardly used them enough anyway, but no Braylon Allen for this game. He's Mm. opting out. They're missing their starting center, who's played like 900 snaps this season. They're missing their starting corner in this game. The transfer portals where they're missing a couple receivers – Couple dudes in the front seven. They got injuries. Malusi, who's coming back next year, has been out since week four. They're all banged up, and I get they want to be this air raid team, but I we kind of called this preseason. They are not able to be that team yet. Do you know how many of their um, eight receivers are going to play in like this game? One, Two. none. Yeah. Two. I mean, DK's the best one. He's not playing. Two. And with LSU... They have the worst defense God has ever put it's, on. It's atrocious. Game. It's atrocious, and they're not going to have their their Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, Jaden Daniels, but Nussmeier's actually pretty good, one of the better backup quarterbacks. They may, here's the weird stuff, may have their top two receivers. Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors both should play, but Neighbors missed a practice this week. What are you yeah. going to do? Nussmeier, I don't mind a QB. Not bad. It's not Jaden Daniels, clearly. Yep. But if your receivers play and Nussmeier plays, you lean to LSU. Here's yes, your problem. It's nine and a half points, and everybody's betting it. Right. It's a shitload of points. You know what I actually liked? Total? Yeah. It's 55 and a half. Uh, over? Uh-uh. Under. Yeah. I kind of wonder about, look, LSU's got to run their offense differently. Yeah. And we know defensively they're bad, but how does Wisconsin truly move the football here? What does Wisconsin look? The pieces didn't fit. Well, they, all they're going to move it because they face LSU, right? Well, see, you can say that, but when you repeat to yourself, who's healthy, yeah. who's even playing, who's catching the ball, who's running the routes, right? So, who's I, running I, the ball? It's been a square peg round hole all year for Luke Fickle. Yeah, is this really what are they going to get loose and put up twenty four points? You just shouldn't bet this game because it's it's this is New Year's Day. Well, there's the answer. It's New Year's Day, and you have two other games at, the, I believe, the same time. Yeah. They're like 1 o'clock kicks on yeah. New Year's Day leading into the playoff games. Don't worry about the Relia Quest Bowl. Don't worry about LSU and Wisconsin. Just skip it. Don't force a total. Go to the next two games, Fiesta and Citrus. Let's do it. Let's go Fiesta first, New okay. Year's 6. Spread is Oregon laying 16.5 against number 18, Liberty. The total, for your interest, 63.5. This is... An Oregon team that will have their quarterback. Bo Nix is playing. Yeah, wants to wants, wants to be to the play. winner, he said. Bucky Irving, the running back. Dude's a tough ass to tackle. 
there you go. You got your two best offensive players. They're missing Troy Franklin, but they may have some of their other receivers. And I think because your quarterback's playing, I think that's a leadership thing. I think they're going to take this seriously. Ordinarily, you'd say, well, Liberty's 13-0. They want this game more. Not with Bo Nix suiting up. So now turn it around and say, how bad of a matchup is this for Liberty? Oregon stuffs the run. Oregon is 11th in the nation in run defense. So now you're going to put Liberty in some third and longs. That's a great spot to be for a team that's super run heavy. Liberty's defense, they feast on turnovers. One problem, Oregon doesn't give it away. Third fewest in football. So if they're motivated, they stop the run. They don't give you freebies. They run up the score. They beat your brains in. To me, it's Oregon laying 16 and a half. Well, it's cross 17. Okay. I don't know if it matters to you. Here's the other problem. Normally, like, I love rooting for the G5 team that gets in. Me too. Liberty's got no business being in it. Soft schedule. Didn't play anybody. You right. nailed it. Pull up their schedule. I think it's like it ranks 130 out of 133. I mean, it's it's just... So they've just punished teams who are inferior. They run right. the ball and they take the ball away against bad teams. It's totally embarrassing. If Oregon is motivated, is Caton Salter going to drop back against this team? Look, Liberty wants to play... One play a minute, basically. They want to pound the rock. They don't play with any pace. Yeah, but I worry about backdoor cover at 17. But you know what I don't worry about? Points. Can we bet Oregon's team total? What's Oregon's team total? Let's see if they've listed it. Wouldn't mind it. I like the over, if people are wondering. I know it's very chalky, but 65 and a half. The reason I'm scared of the team or that the game total is if Liberty can't run on Oregon. Yeah. And Oregon's going to score, so I'd prefer to bet, to bet Oregon just their team total, but I don't think FanDuel has it. Probably not up yet. It'll be up by the time the game starts. What would starts. you be comfortable betting? 35, 34, 35. This is kind of that Texas spot. I was willing to go to 41 and a half. Okay, great. I just feel, well, first of all, I like the over. So if we're hitting this over, Oregon's got to get to 40. I'd bet it up to, yeah, you said 42. You know, no, it, no more than that, though, right? Could it be a 42-24 final? The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with GameTime. GameTime's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on GameTime actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yeah, the only thing would be if it's if it's ugly, does Oregon call off the dogs at like 35-3, to three, and you're sitting there begging for another touchdown. It's really hard. I, I, I'm afraid to pull the trigger over 17 just because you could be kicking someone's ass and a cheap backdoor cover ruins your day. But I, I really think Liberty's going to get zero breaks in this game the way they have all year. All right, if Oregon's motivated. So you said I got to take, is it flat 17 or I got to lay a hook too? No, there's 17s and 17 and a halfs, but the 16 and a halfs are gone. They're just gone. Put this together last night. No, look at this. That's FanDuel, 16 and a half. 
You best do it then. I'm and then ask yourself, why are you getting 16 and a half? Who the hell was betting Liberty to move that number down? You can never win with Mike. You lay out a cap, you think you're getting a good number, and you go, yeah, but you shouldn't be getting a good well, number. Don't me, feel too good about so it. So let me ask you a question. Anything to this, 35% of tickets make up 64% of the money, Liberty. So that's the, quote, sharp side, Liberty. Allegedly. I'm going to bet Oregon. I've, I've talked myself into it. I think Oregon's motivated. I think it's a bad matchup for Liberty. They're a bit inflated at 13-0. and 0. I'd love to be wrong. You're right. It's fun when the G5 gets in this spot and mixes right, so it up. All right, so go Oregon 16 and a half. Yep. And give me over 65. You want both. Yeah. 64 and a half. 64 and a half. Even better. Yeah, give me the over. All right, I'll put these in. You want to take us to the Citrus Bowl? Yeah, I do, because I actually really want to play this game. Me too. Um, God help me. It's Iowa and Tennessee, everybody. So let me lay out who's playing, who's not, because it really, it matters big time. Um, start with Iowa. Whole team's playing. Now, Cooper DeGene is not. Uh, he He's got, out, he got yeah. hurt, end of the year, he's gone. Um, you're getting the offensive line healthy. Obviously, that's whatever. The players who are hurt for Iowa are hurt. Cade McNamara, he's gone for the year. Eric Hall, gone for the year. Luke Lachey, gone for the year. Okay. Tennessee is where it really gets interesting. Players on defense that are in the portal, guys that played several hundred snaps uh, and matter, I mean... Three members of your starting secondary, including your starting slot, uh, starting edge, Tyler Barron. Um, Opt-outs for this game, Joe Milton. Why? Joe, where are you going? How you opting out here, buddy? Is he going pro? I guess. You lose a couple of your backs and Jalen Wright and Jabari Small. So that means you're going to get superstar, five-star freshman, Nico Ayamaleva. Now, this is the kid from California who had the rumored... $10 $10 million NIL deal. How much do you believe or not? It's up to you. The bottom line is this. The way I cap a game like this, I go, all right, I got a true freshman QB, and I don't care how talented you are, against Phil Parker. Mm-hmm. They do not let you create explosive plays. They force you to be patient. And you know what they force you to do? Drop back and be able to diagnose and not get fooled into shit. And I have a hard time believing that a true freshman who only played 50 snaps all year is going to waltz into Iowa on a month of prep and patiently dink and doodle 25 for 32 on the day and pound the rock on Iowa. I just, I don't see it. Now, can you bake into this, the freshman QB making mistakes? I, I have a hard time saying that too. I mean, sometimes you just don't move the ball. But I actually... I can't believe I'm saying it. I like Iowa in this game. You're going to give me seven and a half with Iowa? You're seeing seven and a half. Yeah. I'm seeing six and a half, but take seven and a half. I see it right now. Can you give me what you're seeing total-wise? Because it's the (laughs) easiest, cheapest bet to do, but I kind of want to play the under. I'm seeing 35 and a half. That's that's too low. I was actually going to go a different way. I'm sorry, too low. Do I need to remind you? Iowa. 11-2, 11-2, and two, the unders this season, eight in a row, and a lot of these, I'm going to read them off to you, 25, 33, 27, 32. I know. I know that Tennessee plays some tempo, but you capped it. He doesn't have his running backs. He's a freshman. He's not going to move the ball. 35 and a half. Even they scored two touchdowns. You think there's going to be five touchdowns in this game? That's going to be a bunch of kicks in field position. Yeah. No, I... I... 
I, I look, I am one of the, the only people who didn't get aboard the Iowa under train. I mean, the totals were so offensive. They were so low. I got so scared. I guess for me, it was one. I liked the side, and I wanted to stick with that. Okay. I also thought it was interesting. Did you see what Iowa's team total is? <laughs> Six and a half? Thirteen and a half. Interesting. Can I pull this up, and maybe I'm stupid. Deacon Hill, two touchdowns. When's the last time Iowa, let me just pull up their schedule, because it's been a little bit. They scored zero in the Big Ten title, 13, 15, 22 against Rutgers. That'd be the last time they hit over on that. I guess 15 would be over, too. The point is, they don't score very often. So why is it 14? Why is it Because you can run a little bit on Tennessee. Right, that's my point. Yeah. Why not a little, you want to do a little over on the team total? On the team? No. Okay. Iowa plus seven and a half. Okay. You take the points. I'll take the under. We're both involved on the Hawkeyes leading into the playoff games. Okay. Let's do it. And we will begin with the Rose Bowl. It's the delivery of the week. It's brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavor Crust Pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. Before we get to the game, do you agree this is the better of the two? No. So I've already screwed up. Sorry, Hungry Howie's. No, you didn't screw you up. You should be getting the later game. Sorry. No, I just think, you know, better of the two is I want to watch some fireworks and offense and fun. Alabama and Michigan, the total is priced where it should be, which is a robust 44 and a half compared to the later game at 64 and a half. I mean, I'm just answering honestly. Okay. Both these offenses, both these defenses, this game's going to look like it's from 1953. Michigan laying a point and a half. Let me go first. You want? Yeah, because you're the one all bricked up to fuck. Oh, wait! Do you hear my cap? Bitch. That's not, like, what, it's not what I all said. All right, dude. It's not what I said. I thought we would disagree on this game yeah, because maybe. you're presumptuous. But D- go ahead. Okay. Dude, it's not because of where you went to school. I just think you've been downplaying Michigan at several junctions or junctures this season. Am I wrong? That tell, I assume you're going to pick Alabama. Tell me where I shouldn't have downplayed. Them. Well, am, am I being am that I, they're a bunch of cheating fucks? Am I wrong to assume that you are betting Bama here? You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong about you, a lot of things about me. And that's okay. Okay. Why don't you just do the cap? Okay. Don't be insecure about it now. This is this is the most bet bowl game that has yet to be played. Tons of action. 75% has been bet on Alabama. Yet there's no way they're letting that line cross the bridge. It's come down a point, but the book's holding firm that no matter how much the bigger brand Bama is betting this game, Michigan is the better team and they're laying the point and it's not going to cross the bridge. That to me is a massive green flag to bet the Wolverines. SP plus, I haven't invoked it because it's weird for Bulls. Just about everybody's playing in this game, so I'm going to use it. They think Michigan wins by nine. Do I think that's aggressive? Sure. But I think Michigan wins the game, and I'm going to bet Michigan. It's the Costa lock. Alabama does not have a Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry in the backfield, no Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Devontae Smith at the skill positions. The SEC, they're down. It is. Accept it. They lost big marquee non-conferences, seven and nine against power five opponents in the non-con this off this uh this season. It's FSU beats LSU, it's Texas beats Bama, it's Utah beats Florida. Except that the SEC and Bama aren't the SEC and Bama of the last three years, five years, or ten years. So it opens the door to a Michigan team who plays defense, has space eaters up front, will make it difficult on Alabama does get pressure without blitzing, does have players in the secondary to take the ball away. I like Michigan in the game, and I'll I'll double down on Blake Corum. Five yards a carry, 1,000-yard back, and I know what Mike's going to say. Who did they play? 
better yards per carry against Ohio State and Penn State than the rest of the games. Just amazing. He thinks he knows what I'm going to say. Well, I've done a pod with you all year. This is hilarious. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep digging your own grave. Their O-line showed up in the biggest games, and Quorum was actually better yard per carry against Penn State, Ohio State. So I'll concede that J.J. doesn't do it often enough, but he can make the NFL throws if it comes down to it. I like Michigan. I'll lay the point and a half. I agree with it. I don't um, – the Bama thing, I don't, I don't care about the logos. If you're going to gamble, you can't be emotional about it. I don't know that I'm ready to trust Milrow in this spot. They've had a month to prep. All jokes aside about Connor Stallions, Minner's had a month. Their front, the front seven. Can they put a fence around Milrow, keep him in there? Can they take away the deep stuff, force him to make accurate throws in the intermediate and short, which he's not good at? Mm-hmm. I mean, Michigan maybe played possum a little bit. They didn't have to do a whole lot because they didn't play anybody. But they did what they needed to do. And then I look at offensively. How much of the last four weeks with J.J. was the cheating scandal? How much was this ankle thing where he wasn't really running, couldn't run, couldn't move, gutted it out? You know, the Iowa game, recency bias, you're like, this is horrible football. But the reality is they went into the game knowing they were going to win, knowing they were in the playoff, no style points needed, our quarterbacks beat up. We're just going to get the hell out of here and do what we need to do. All right, so now I go, all right, offensively. Alabama's strength really has nothing to do with what Michigan wants to do. I mean, Kool-Aid and company, yeah, they're great guarding the perimeter, guys. One problem, Michigan doesn't really use their perimeter people. It's going to be Loveland. It's going to be, you know, P.T. Barnum, whatever the fuck his name is, the other gigantosaurus tight end they got. And then Roman Wilson will probably just go slot mode all day. And I factor in, all right, they know they can't pass protect J.J., you're not going to line up against, you know, Braswell and Dallas. Um, Turner. Turner, thank you. To me, they pound the rock, three and a half yards of carry. They slow this game down. They bleed it out. They're going to force a turnover because Milrow will fumble it. It's what he always does. And then there's going to be a few plays where J.J. cuts it loose, and it's not going to be against people that – Really, Bama's strength is. Their strength is going to be the outside guys. I could mm-hmm. see a game where, you know, could Barnum catch four or five balls? Could Loveland catch three or four balls? And they're 15, 17-yard plays. Can Roman Wilson pop one deep? You know, I like Bama's safeties. One of them is a superstar true freshman. He's still a freshman. The only reason I don't, like, go all in and make it a BGB and any of that shit, I mean, A, Harbaugh's an atrocity in bowls. Oh, and six his last six bowls. They look like complete horseshit. Mm-hmm. Then I factor in and I go, as much as Michigan didn't play anybody, like Alabama wasn't necessarily impressive in a lot of their games. I mean, they weren't impressive against AM. They weren't impressive against uh, Arkansas. Auburn. They weren't impressive against Auburn. I don't know. I kind of just feel like the public hammering Bama. I don't necessarily want to be there. The line just not moving. Like, you started your cap with the one thing that really kind of just guided me to, they're not moving this thing. I mean, Bama's just getting pounded with money, and the line is just sitting there. They, like, moved it the half point as a courtesy, right? but it's just sitting at one and a half, and I'm like, it's Michigan or pass for me. 
I mean, is there a scenario where Milrow goes fucking nuts? Sure. You know, goes Vince Young in the Rose yeah, Bowl? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, Junior Colson's going to be out there with his both hands and fucking milk cartons. You see, he's going to play in double cast. Ridiculous. So I, I, I just, I, I don't love Bama's O line, and I don't want to get seduced recency bias that Michigan looked like ass, and then Bama bullied Georgia. Yep. Like I just, I have a hard time now. Look. This is a game I'm admitting to my audience. I will not be heavily invested in it because emotionally, I hate Michigan's guts. If you're asking, would I rather lose my money and watch you lose? The answer is yes. I just don't have great confidence. My lean is Michigan. The number scares me. I've given you some of the matchup stuff. I know Jim was not prepared for me to agree with him today. I was not. But I do. Stunning. So if you want to, you know. I'm sorry. Empty Apology. your emotional beanbag somewhere. No. We can give you a few minutes. But for me, that's where I am with the game. I have a much bigger opinion on the other game. We can get to it. Uh, anything with the total? I think we both think more low scoring. And I think that affords Michigan a little more time to get the ground game going. Because I think that is where it's going to come sure. down to. If J.J. drops back 35 times... That's not good for I Michigan. I don't think there's a scenario J.J. can drop back 35 times. Now He'll get hit too much. Well, the hit too much And part, the turnover problems. I think J.J.'s got to run in this game, man. Okay. Like, if you take away his ability to run and Bama can just rush for, not account for him, and he's just going to stay in the pocket, they're in trouble. But I think if you expose him to some hits, get him out on the edge, a couple of scrambles, a couple of big completions to the tight ends in a lower scoring game, yeah, I could see it. I really can. I don't see a value in betting the under, though. We just think under's probably the lean, right? At 40, although it's been bet down. I think it was 46 and a half when it opened. Now it's down to 44 and a half. Yep. All right. So I'm playing the side. You're leaning to Michigan. No, I play Michigan. It just won't be for a lot of money. That's fine. Bull season. We're not telling people to, to get loose. Yep. Let's go to the later game because. This is the one that you think should be the delivery of the week. It's the Sugar Bowl. It's Texas. It's Washington. Total 63 and a half. Texas, a four and a half point favorite. And am I wrong to say either of these teams could win the national title? Uh, Washington, Washington can't do it. Okay, so then I know where you're at here. No, once again, your presumptuous nature has Evan. hurt you. I would like to offer you one of my favorite plays of bowl season. Under 64 and a half. Everyone and their mommy thinks this is going to be some crazy-ass pinball machine nuts game played in the 30s. I'd argue Steve Sarkeesian will fuck this team out of seven points, and Washington has shown major stretches where they're not ready to roll and they don't move the ball. I think the game will be a little lower scoring. Look, from a side, of course, I'm rooting for Texas. I think they're the more complete team. I think a Michigan-Texas or Bama-Texas rematch in the final much more enticing to me than Washington, who I think is fake as fuck. I don't like this Washington team. I never have. And for me, yeah, I mean, Texas who I'm rooting for, but I don't want to lay four and a half. I'm not going to disrespect UW that they can't play here. But look, Texas is going to own the line of scrimmage. I think part of owning the line of scrimmage, they're going to want to run the football, going to shorten this game a little bit. You don't want Penix getting 13 possessions. You don't want to deal with that shit, which means if Sark isn't outside of his mind, we're going to lower this thing down a little bit. I think the under is the play. I hadn't considered the under, but I actually like where your head's at. So 63 and a half under 64 points. 64 and a half. Even better. I like where your head's at. This is one that people see quarterbacks and they see yep. points. And the reality is they these see teams. Show. And the teams are more than that. So I'll join you on the under. I'm going to play a side though. What do you got? And 
I like the points. It doesn't mean they're going to win the game. Mm. But Washington, I think, what is it, 7-0 and in games decided by a score or less? Sounds right. And, no, it hasn't been pretty at times this year. And, and we've called them out at times this year. But they've won every game. And DeBoer, 9-0 and against ranked teams. I got the better quarterback. I got the Joe Moore winning offensive line that's kept him clean and upright. They've thrown like 500 passes. He's been sacked well, 11 times. If they can... They're not going to run it against that Texas front. So I'm a little concerned that you get a little uh, obvious with passing situations, but their passing game is creative. They use the short pass. They, he'll, he'll air it out, but they'll get the ball to the slot to McMillan. They'll get the ball out in the flats. They can kind of create a run game even if it's stuffed. And again, I go back to I'm getting an undefeated team with the better quarterback. They've won all these close games. I'll take four and a half points in the back pocket. And one thing to note, we won't know until kickoff, but Xavier Worthy got hurt in that Big 12 title That's game. That's right. Was it in a foot? Yep. Now, Sark says he's going to play. I believe it when I see it. Let me see him out there on the field. Is this, I don't think he's their best receiver. Oh, I Mitchell. I mean, they're more complete studs, receiver, man. Mitchell is. I know Worthy's the big play guy, the track speed to get him off the line, and no one can keep up with him, especially, you know, deeper the routes go. But Mitchell was two time national champ at Georgia. He's had big games, including that Big 12 title game. I think he's, this is a take, the better NFL receiver of the two. He's full of hot takes today, Evan. 